podcasting from Dallas, Texas. This is Elevate to Accelerate, where we discuss everything selling. And I mean everything. I'm Wayne Rogers, and I've been in sales my whole life as a customer and for the last 29 years as a profession. I've sold everything from hay to shoes to biopharmaceuticals. And along the way, I've learned that the most important thing in selling is helping clients achieve their goals. Joining the podcast is Jackie Duncan. She is a district sales manager with the immunology team. Today, Jackie is joining to explore the subject of selling with passion. The ability to truly understand the customer, the patient, and their unique needs and how to become contagious and consistently achieve the best outcome for the customer, for AstraZeneca, and for the patient. Prepare to dynamically elevate your performance. Do you come across as passionate to your buyers? It was 2002 and I was a salesperson in West Texas. We were launching a new agent for weight loss called Zenical, a gastrointestinal lipase inhibitor. What does that mean? It blocks fat in the gut, therefore it came with some very interesting side effects. While I was personally very passionate about weight loss, I, along with all of the late night comedians, found some real humor in our top side effects. Believe me, they were the butt of many of fourth graders jokes. The comments in the ACP offices began to really get to me and frankly, it was just affecting my attitude, my passion, and as you can guess, my sales results. I learned many things about myself, about selling and what I would do differently if I was facing a similar situation. Believe me, a sell is made on every call. But in this case, the HCPs were selling me on the way they were not gonna use my product. Why? I lost sight of the clinical impact the therapy had on patients. As I made up the sales on other products, and overall, I was doing great. I lost sight of how Zenical did and expected it to be my worst product. I gave into the jokes as it just did not handle the rejection well. And it became easier just to agree and laugh with them than to push back. Dr. Christopher Croner researched 80 years of academic research on selling, along with intensive behavioral interviews and found the following three characteristics are consistently found in highly successful sales professionals the need for achievement, competitiveness, and optimism. You know, these really summarize to me one word, which is passion. And this leads to the real question, can passion be taught, ignited, or does a person either have it or do they not? How can we get, keep, or get back our passion for selling and why is it important? Stay tuned at the end of the podcast and I will share some tips the experts say can increase your passion. Welcome, Jackie. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about having you on as a guest today. Let's start though, uh, maybe tell our audience about your personal and professional journey and, and what joined you or what drove you to joining AstraZeneca. Thank you, Wayne. You know, I am super excited to be here. So let me tell you a little bit about my journey. Uh, I started my pharma career, I'm gonna say about 18, 20 years ago with uh, Santa Fe Aventis. Actually, I'm lying, BI, Beringer Ingelheim. I started with them, went about five or six years. Um, felt like I needed to be stretched more, went over to Santa Fe. 
um, stayed there about the same amount of time. Again, one of the common threads you'll see about me is I'm always looking for a little bit more. How do I stretch myself a little bit more? Uh, I then went to a device company um, so I can cut my teeth in a completely different direction. Absolutely loved it. It was a small device company. When I was there, I also went into leadership. Left there, of course, I needed to grow a little bit more. Uh, went to Baxter Biologics. And there was my first experience with biologics. Completely blew my mind and opened my world uh, to something new. Left Baxter, went in-house to Takeda Pharmaceuticals, had the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take a drug from, um, from thought to approval, launch a whole new biologic that was their very first biologic on the market, built the sales force in the training department, amazing experience. Left there, went to GSK, helped them launch Nucala, which was their second biologic on the market. And of course, while I'm there, I, I was itching to do a little bit more. And not only did I leave Illinois, but I went and managed a team on the West Coast, had California and Hawaii. Um, loved it, did not plan on coming back, but I had to, uh, life just happened and I had to, um, came back on the Ben Lista side of the house for lupus. Yes, yes, yes. Um, coming back on the lupus side gave me an amazing, amazing experience and connection to the lupus patient. So how did I get here? Well, I got a tap on the shoulder from Steve Ponce. And if anybody's talked to Steve Ponce, his charisma, his, his vision, it got me. And I'm not going to lie, I experienced the launch of the Syndra on the New Kala side, and it was brilliant. It was seamless and flawless. Um, so jumped over here to the better side of the house and so excited to be selling Safanello. So that's a little bit about my journey. Well, obviously I'm, I'm biased, you know, I, I, I love AZ. It's, it's certainly a great company. Um, uh, and we're so glad to have you. And, and um, I think what's already coming across that I am just, it's infectious from you. It just so is for me. It really energizes me every time that we talk. And it's been such a pleasure. It's been almost a year now that I've met you. I, I, I think if I'm, if I'm oh, doing good. my timeline right, yeah. um, is your passion. You're passionate in everything that you do. And we heard it as you were talking about your, your career moves. But also what I've learned from our year together is your passion about the patient and passion and, and having that come across in selling. So what I want to know, if you can, you know, what drives your passion when you're talking yeah. about selling? Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I believe not only in my professional career, but personally, I don't believe in playing small. So I don't believe you show up um, and, and show up as less than your potential. You never, never dim your light for someone else, right? You, you have them put on sunglasses, if anything. They, they can put on shades, but you never dim your light. And so I believe that in sales. And when you do that, when you show up fully, you love what you do. It's so important for both of those to be together. You love what you do and you show up completely no matter what. And when you do that, it, that's the difference between giving up and pushing through challenges, right? If I love what I do, I'm gonna push and embrace those, ch those challenges and keep them going. So the passion fuels my productivity, my knowledge, my energy, right? My love for life and my happiness and actually my leadership skills. It infuses in all of that. Oh my gosh, that's so great. And something that I think of all the time is 
you know, we've chosen this career selling as a profession and, but yet do we show up as professionals and what drives us to do that? It, it's, we got to love what we do, you know, and that's something I even talk about with my, my kids is right now, especially my daughters were doing this college search is like, I don't care what you do, just love it, be passionate about it because that's, what's going to make you successful in it. Um, um, and happy, uh, you mm-hmm. know, versus dreading to get up in the morning. You're happy to get up in the morning because you're ready to get out there and fight in our case for patience. And that's drives me every day. So I love that. But, um, you know, I brought up patience there, but, you know, thinking about that and, and as I've learned about all the different patient types that I've supported over the years, that really drives me. But I would love your perspective of what you think that patient journey or understanding that patient journey, their struggles or the impact that our products can have, especially around HCPs that just won't take action to serve and, and drive those patients. How does that drive your, your passion, if at all? So, so first of all, I own that if they don't. If they don't take action, I own that. That's on me. And um, when you look at our industry, it's our, it's our job. We, we're on autopilot. We go to a company, they give us a product, we learn the product, we sell it, we get another product, we shake out the other one, and we learn it all over again, right? So in our industry, we deal with so many devastating diseases, and unfortunately, that gives the potential for us to be desensitized to them right? So the key is to not allow that to happen because it's so easy for that to happen with us. The way I do it is um, I have family members who have lifelong, right, devastating diseases. My sister has multiple sclerosis. My mom right now has cancer for the third time, right? I replace these patients with my family. That's what I do every day. My father passed from COPD. I think of him, right? Every patient, somebody has to be that voice for the patient. And I push that forward on the physician. So um, I constantly ask myself and I challenge my team, if that was your mom, what, how would the conversation be different with the doctor, right? That's what I need you to do because that's somebody's mom, that's somebody's sister, that's somebody's daughter. And so we have to remember why we're in it. And we have to remind doctors, they get complacent, they get tired, they get drawn down, right? They get beat down. We have to remind them why they're doing what they're doing. And that's our role as well. We wear multiple hats. We hold them accountable on behalf of the patients that we fight for. So for me, I replace that patient face with a face I know that'll that'll inspire me to to act differently and show up. Oh my God, that is gold right there. If, if if we did learn one more thing today from you, it's I replace a patient face with one of my family members' face, and that just makes me want to try harder, have more passion. I, I firmly believe this, and it's not my line. I, I stole it from a mentor of mine years ago. Look, a sell is made on every call. Either we sell them why they do something, or they sell us why they're not going to. That's right. And it, that is back to that. That's our job, and passion really gets them going. If we, if we're infectious, like you are with me and everyone else, they'll get infectious, and when they That's see that patient, patient, they're gonna, they're gonna want to go, go forward <laughs> with it too. And, and, and it just keeps going down the, the road, right? It's like a smile, right? And I, yeah. I love that. So. You know, you mentioned coming to AZ. I'm just curious uh, from your perspective. We talked about the patient, but what about the company itself, AstraZeneca, or the product we're selling? How does that help drive passion, in, in your opinion? 
So, so the older I get and the wiser I get, the, old, the, the more I realize I don't know, for starters, but the more curious I get and the more I search for uh, happiness, right? Um, and, and what I need to make me happy and what I know I need all goes back to people and culture. That's really why I came here. It's people and culture. People have to be first. On my team, my, my team needs to know that they are number one. They are, the, they, they are what matters first, right? Mentally, physically, spiritually, they need to be whole. So people, and if you don't believe in the company and you don't believe in the product, then where's the authenticity that's gonna fuel the passion? It doesn't exist, right? You have to believe that you bring value and the company believes in you. And then you have to believe that the product is a great product because they know when you're authentic or not. And if you're not authentic, there's no passion there. And then what you're working towards is not aligned towards the patient. It's aligned towards something else, right? Maybe paying the bills, maybe just getting through the day. And that shows in your day to day. And then you're playing small, right? You're not living up to your potential. So who you work for is everything. The product that you sell is everything. You have to believe in it in order to play big in your own life, in your own movie. Absolutely. I love that. And you're bringing back in that, that phrase, don't play small, play big. Play small. Um, uh, I, I love that. And I'm always reminded here about, um, you know, a, a quote from Jeff Bezos and, um, it's look, I didn't focus on the competition. I focused on the customer. And, and if we see the ultimate customers being that patient and keep yeah. our focus there, and yeah. we don't have to worry about the competition because yeah. we're doing the right thing by then. And our HCPs will see that. And every time I've been able to do that, I've won. I can, That's right. That's and, right. And everyone on this podcast just heard me go through an example of <laughs> a product. I just didn't have passion for. I'm sorry. Like I was sold on why, why it wasn't going to be a good product. And I guess what? I didn't do very well on it. And so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm guilty of it. Um, uh, but, but I think it's so important if you got to believe in your company and your product you and what it can do for patients. And, and that's, that's right. when, you know, a great ingredient there. So, um, all right. So again, most of our audience are sales specialists and one of them comes to you and, they're digging everything you're saying. This is I am so far, but they ask you for yeah. advice. Um, uh, okay, what are one or two things that I can do to build passion? Like, what what's what is something you would you would coach somebody on if they ask for some mentoring right now? Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, this took a lot of thought because so so many times you just do, you just act, you just who you are. You're I, I am who I am, right? Um, but I thought about I had to break down what do I do in a new experience or a different experience that, that um, and, and my passion tends to come forward. And what I do, it's an active process of being compelling, right? And bringing emotion into the process. So, um, but it requires proactive thinking. Literally what I do is whatever scenario I'm in, I think Jackie, what is the ultimate goal that you want? What would, what would just get you excited? at the end of this engagement, right? Or, or at the end of this event. I picture it, I see it, I play it through in my mind as if it happened. I feel that feeling, I get excited, right? I put myself in it and then I move forward from that point. Because now I'm moving forward from the feeling of it already happened, I'm excited, I can't wait to do it again, I can't wait to share it. My stepping off point is from a point of 
celebration already from a point of believing that it can happen because it did happen. But I see it through to make sure that I'm coming from that space versus coming from the space of, I hope it happens. Does that make sense? It, it more than makes sense to me <laughs> um, uh, because, you know, uh, some people on the line you obviously can't tell, but uh, Jackie and I are both tall people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, you know, being tall, I played basketball. And so that was something that you would always do before the game is like, you never envision yourself losing the game. It's always, right. where are we going to go celebrate after the game? And, and uh, what's that going to look like in the locker room when we, want, when we win? Or do I envision myself making this free throw? That's such a great tip, but maybe not always remembered it's something everybody's gonna go oh yeah but do we actually do that in that car before we're walking in or in our office mm -hmm. before we get on a, a, a mm -hmm. beef engage call with a customer do we envision it going great and how we would feel because as soon as i say that i'm already smiling like right. i'm envisioning this going great so i'm going to show up with a different energy on that call i love that that the pressure's off it happens the pressure's off it's going to go great just do it you just do it again yeah absolutely i love that yeah. All right. So um, I, I can't predict everything. So I want to ask you, like, if if you could step in my shoes and ask you a question about this topic, what would you ask yourself that maybe I forgot to or I didn't ask you? Yeah. So one of my, um, I guess you can say, uh, pet peeves, Achilles heel is complacency in every area, personally, professionally, complacency is like, ah, drives me bananas. And so I, I, I would say, how, how do I not become complacent, right? Especially in our world. Um, and I have to be intentional with every single thing I do. For example, we've talked about happiness throughout this, right? Happiness is important. So a lot of times I'm intentional um, with, with my decisions right? And, and where I want to uh, lean in and where I don't. My mom said to me when I was in my early 20s, sometimes I would make a stand on things that really, do you, does it really matter? And she said, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy, right? And I say that a lot to myself and I want to be happy, right? I, want, I make, I'm intentional on what I do and why I do it and how I do it. Um, I would say also, I think the biggest way I stay focused on my passion and drive is my self-talk. You know, sometimes we can control other people having negative talk around us, but, but we'll have it with ourselves. And we give ourselves, we say, oh, it's just in my head. But then you think that's the worst place it can be is in my head, right? Because it's just me and me. And it's me telling me I can't do something. That's the, it's a bad neighborhood right now. That's the worst place it can be. So I'm very intentional with my thoughts to make sure that I redirect. If there's anything in my head telling me what I can't, shouldn't, maybe you, maybe justifying why I shouldn't move forward, why I should question myself. I silence that talk immediately. And then I find words that support just the opposite. So I really work all throughout the day on my self-talk to show up, even when I'm tired, to show up big, right? Not to allow myself space to show up small, but to embrace every moment, 
even when I'm tired. So I would say that's how I fight through the complacency of just going through the motions, right? Because once you do that, there is no passion. You know, are you, do you care? I don't know. You know, complacency is kind of about just memory. Um, so you got to keep a good neighborhood up in, up in your head and, and do great self-talk. I love that. And I love your one-liners. Keep a good neighborhood up in your, in your own head too, because I've, I've been guilty of that. And, um, <laughs> you know, and, and sometimes my, my natural personality can always plan a contingency because I expect things to fail. So I'm always, I'm not planning for it to like, no, this is going to be successful no matter what. I've got plan B and C already ready because I, I go into things with a different mindset. And, and this is what I love is you're giving me these one line. No, just, you know, quote, you know, those, that thing we learned about Columbus, burn the ships. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to be successful. We're, we, we're not going back. There's no going backwards. I love that. And then the other thing I think of too, something I used to, to, to talk to my team about is look, you're going to do however many calls a day. Remember like in Broadway, yeah, somebody yeah. played, paid $300 for that ticket for that night. They want your best. That's right. You can't say, oh, sorry, right. guys. I'm a little off tonight. <laughs> wish you were here last night because that was a great show. I killed um, it there. Uh, I killed I, it there. I wish you could have seen it. Tonight, we're going to give you an average performance. It's the same way with our physicians. We've got to show up even when we don't feel like it. And I love what you said. Even if I'm feeling like I'm going to be complaining, I've got to find a way to push through that because if not, that's not going to be the best for that patient in each call. Mm -hmm. And and. Mm -hmm. And we've always got to be like opening night, you know, um, right. uh, on, on every call. I love that. So, um, you know what? I mean, it looks like a good time to end. And I've got, and I'm not joking, a page full of notes. Um, uh, but I want to highlight a couple of things that you said. First of all, this stuck with me. Don't play small. You know, act it, be it, be big in everything that you do. And show up fully, you know, love what you do. And find that passion again in yourself that you love what you do. Because that will be infectious and, and come across. And then this one is just so if we if we don't walk away with anything else when, before we walk into a call and just about every one of our sales aides has some kind of picture, some kind of patient profile. Right. But mm -hmm. now imagine your family members on that face. If we just did that, imagine we go from here to here, no matter where you are passionate, even if you're already at a 10, you're not at a 27. Oh. Oh, um, uh, if you're at a three, you're at a five in instantly. You're, everyone's going to go up a couple of points if they just take that one tip from you. Yep. Um, and then picture it, you know, picture that this call is going to go great. It, it's going to be passionate. At the end of it, that ACP is going to be passionate no matter what they're doing it, whether it's the person in the back dealing with the managed care or the reimbursement, or it's the physician that's going to actually order or prescribe the drug. Yeah. Picture that they're going to, at the end of that, want to push forward, whatever that next step is going to be. Um, and then be intentional with everything that you do and control your own self-talk. Self-talk, sorry. You're going to hear things. You don't. You can choose whether to listen to it or not, but have a good neighborhood in your head because that's, that's right. what's going to be the voices that you want to listen to. So, mm -hmm. you know, I just want to say from the from the bottom of my heart, um, I've, I've been looking for this ever since you agreed to do it, and it it did not disappoint at all. Big big thank you. But any parting thoughts uh, for our audience? Yeah, yeah, Wayne. So first of all, I can't thank you enough. Um, I absolutely love partnering and collaborating with you. So it was an honor. It, it was it, it was truly an honor that you even asked me to participate on your podcast. Um, I'll I'll leave uh, everyone with this to say that passion is the energy that keeps us going. 
that keeps us filled with meaning and happiness and excitement and anticipation. It's the powerful force in accomplishing anything that you set your mind to and experiencing work and life to the fullest extent possible. So go forward with all the passion you have. As promised, we'll share what the experts have identified that we can do to ignite or reignite our passion by doing some of the following things. First, adopt a growth mindset and drop the I know everything mentality. Simply put, we don't. And the next piece of learning may be just the spark that we need to ignite a volcano of passion. Then research. Learn all you can about the disease state, the product, and of course the patient. And not just the normal way that you have. Find a new way, maybe a friend or a family member with the disease and interview them. Even a small view into their world could change everything. Next, focus on a new perspective of the product and the patient. If you've been really focused on the clinical aspects, dive into the lifestyle, the long-term effects of taking no action. We may be surprised what will stir our passion. Also learn from other people. Find people who are having success, people that you observe as being passionate about the product and find out why. And then lastly, now that you've improved your knowledge, rethink your purpose towards selling whatever you are selling. Thanks for listening to Elevate to Accelerate. If you like what you've heard today, put a few of your learnings into practice to accelerate your performance. Until next time, have a great time changing the world.